Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of God Built This Podcast. I am your host Maxine and we're on episode 57. Alright, so I feel like I always start with the alright. Alright, so <laughs> boy do I have an update or girl do I have an update. Um, okay. So, I feel like I shouldn't be talking about this nigga because it's like, what happened now? But, I am going to still talk about him because I just feel like I've taken you guys on this journey with this dude. And I'm talking about Boston Bay, of course. On and off nigga who we rekindle and we'll fall out we'll rekindle and then we'll fall out like the epitome of on and off like when you look up on and off literally those two words together hyphenated together you see an image of him okay on and off and you'll see me too but you'll see his face primarily and then you'll see me like in the shadow okay um so i just feel like it's only right it's only fair to take you and continue to be transparent on this journey. Well, on this now, now end of a journey with him. And I'm saying this with more confidence now than I've had before. And I felt like I've been a broken record about it. And I totally get it. You may not even believe me. Hell, I may not even believe me. But <laughs> I do believe that I just, I've, I've run my course with him. I feel like. Now that I am just more in tune with who I am and what I want, what I deserve, my boundaries, and uh, just feeling my body and like noticing how my body reacts to certain things. Like if your body is is cringing or is anxious, that's telling you something. Your body is telling you something. And I think we often sometimes don't, don't recognize that or don't take our body as a clear indicator of what to do and we because we don't know we don't have the education and i wasn't taught about learn your body respect your body you know just up until the past few years i've been embracing my body embracing my sensuality embracing who i am so of course i didn't know body 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 like i'm just now feeling what it feels to be not at war with my body and by that what i'm saying is um like not be uncomfortable in it like kind of walk in pride and in confidence and not in a nasty way but in a just adoring who you are type of way anyway i say all that to say yeah i think i'm really done with him (laughs) um and I, like, I've hinted towards the last episode how I was just like, here we go again. We're back at it being off again or or whatnot. And um, I just want to get some more context because I wasn't given a lot of context in the previous episode. So I'm going to give a little bit more context to provide some understanding. Um, okay, so we went on a... Well, I joined him on an impromptu trip. It was super last minute. So last minute to the point where he happened to have FaceTime me when he was in Atlanta. And 
Um, we're talking Kiki King and I happen to say, Oh, how far is Atlanta from Houston? Just kind of flippantly just talking shit. And he was like, Oh, what you trying to say? You, you know, you want, would you come over? Like, would you want to come over type of thing? And I'm like, well, um, sure. Like, I mean, cool. Trip to Atlanta. And it was all expense paid covered by him. So I was like, thrilled it was exciting but i what i noticed with him and throughout our history i don't allow myself to say oh no wait i already have plans or oh no wait let me check my schedule it's always me suddenly always being free for him when he always has a schedule when he always has something going on that interrupts us from being together from spending time together etc yet i always show myself to be available and i spoke too soon in that moment and was so in tune with being excited for that moment that i didn't realize that oh i already had plans the day that he was flying me out and I already paid for the tickets for those plans. So it was already said and done. And I was already looking forward to those said plans. But it didn't hit me until I was on my, until he already booked it. And I'm just like, oh shit. Well, you know, it's not, a, and I'm trying to talk it down. Like, oh, it's not a big deal. It, I'm trying to say that to myself. But that is a, a tell sign of, no, you have to listen to yourself and you should put yourself first. Like, I'm done with the whole that's selfish or whatever. You should check with yourself first before you commit to being with anyone, right? You should always check in with yourself and see, oh, wait, before I say yes to this plan with him, let me see what I already had going on. Because it's not like I was laying out and waiting, twiddling my thumbs, hoping that he'll suddenly be in Atlanta on a whim and happen to pay for the expense for me to be there with him okay so yet i i just allowed the excitement of the spontaneity just scoop me up and just completely washed away my plans as if my plans aren't important so that's definitely on me for sure i don't blame him because he didn't know but i also yeah that's definitely on me i'm not gonna say a but to that that is on me so that's a lesson learned for sure anyway being that it was like just uh and i said this in the previous episode kind of loosely it was pretty a, it was a whack trip like i don't know why i went to you know so he was there because it's an annual thing with him, with him and his boys, et cetera, et cetera. They celebrate some, one of his friend's birthday, whatever. And so I'm stepping into what was already a plan for him, right? So I'm essentially interrupting what he already has going on. And in my mind, it didn't feel like, like, it didn't feel like an entire interruption because I just assume and, you know, thought, well, you're so gun ho about flying me out to you that I would be more present in this day and in this time that you have paid for me to be here, right? Um, but that wasn't the case entirely. There were about eight hours 
not eight hours let's say six i'm being dramatic maybe not eight but there was about six hours spent alone me myself and i in his hotel room while he went out with his boys um for whatever plan they had that day there was like this emotional thing that he and his friends do um to commemorate uh one of their you know their lost soldiers whatever the case is and i obviously wasn't a part of that plan but um i did not presume that it was going to take that long right then apparently there was like to explain the length of time that i was alone he already had this like a a, a listening party um, that his friend had, and he just it just happened to all work out in that same moment in time. But there was just a lack of clarity communicated to me, which led me to feel like, okay, what the fuck? <laughs> you brought me here for what to fuck? And that's really when I think about it now, it really felt like, okay, I was just here to fuck. No, no, you, no, hello, hello, yeah, you flew me to fuck, and that's what we did, we had breakfast, and I stayed in your hotel room, oh, prior to me staying in your hotel room, I happened to, oh, we happened to come across <clears throat> some of his friends, maybe it's not happenstance, of course, because it was all, in, like, in the same hotel, kind of, but, you know, meet them just a quick minute, and then I'm with me, myself, and I for six hours. Now, y'all know I like my own company. I'm totally fine with being by myself when that is the intention. If I fly out, which was essentially what I realized was out of my inconvenience this completely inconvenienced me because i realized oh shit i already had a plan set for this day but you know what he already booked it i'm not gonna say anything but, but whatever but i already had like i didn't expect to be alone for x amount of time maybe two hours maybe or if anything include me into what you already had planned, knowing that you flew me out here. I didn't beg of you. I was just talking shit and you just happened to bite the bait yet again. <laughs> or maybe I gotta watch what I say with these niggas because they don't, I don't know, I feel like people don't get me, a lot of people don't get my humor sometimes, okay? But anyway, him in particular, because he's super not humorous. Like, this nigga is stick up his ass but i'm just like okay let me not be a clingy girl right now right let me not express the disdain that i'm feeling about this moment in time i'm spending alone especially this was the alone time that happened right after he had an attitude with me when i asked him after we like finished waking up and it was like probably two or three hours post our last meal and I just happened to ask very casually very casually I wasn't saying with the attitude I was very very casually asking oh do you have any snacks <laughs> 
Now, he knows I'm a foodie. Y'all know I'm a foodie. Like, people who know me, people who don't know me know I'm a foodie. What? There, either way, my point is, his reaction in that moment was just a quick turnaround. And it remind me, yet again, why this ain't gonna work out. Why, di- why this doesn't work out. Why this nigga is, uh, like, what is it? Je- Jekyll Hyde. He has a short fuse, and it feels like, oh, if I don't say the right thing, he's going to, like, suddenly turn into the Hulk, (laughs) you know? And anyway, so his reaction in that moment was just like, why would you, Maxie, you know I ain't got no, like, it was just a quick turnaround, like, nigga, relax. You could have had Pringles in your chip, in your bag. Like, you could have had Lay's in your bag. You Like, it was a simple question that I asked in a light-hearted tone. There was no evilness in my voice. It was just, like, not that deep to for him to have that reaction. His reaction was not warranted. And so that left a really bad taste in my mouth. And it was in that moment that he left me to go... Uh, continue with his already made plans and leave me alone for a solid six hours (laughs) and I'm just sitting there like is this for real like I literally left the hotel went to go get some snacks went to go get some food whatever um return still wasn't back uh he made it seem like he was gonna be back in a short while didn't hear from him until he finally was back and then he preempted to say oh well you know get dressed we're gonna go out and we were talking earlier that day of going to this fancy restaurant called del frisco's which i still have yet to go and i'm about to just go by myself because fuck these niggas um because there was another nigga who was supposed to take me out and that nigga the what's his name Uncle Winslow ass nigga still didn't do it. So over all of them niggas, old and young. Anyway, so I um I get dressed. I'm fancy. I'm looking good. I put makeup on. I don't like getting dressed. I really don't care to get dressed. If I could just walk out and be in sweats or be in casual gear and not be judged or everyone be in that same gear where it don't feel like, oh, why come she's not dressed? I would love that world, okay? I don't mind getting dressed sometimes. It's okay, you know, but it's just a lot of effort that you take and put into the time that you put into putting on your makeup and putting on a dress that doesn't necessarily feel the most comfortable or wearing heels that aren't the most comfortable. So anyway, I'm getting dressed. I'm excited because I'm thinking it's going to be just me and him. You know, a long time, a nice, cute, fancy date, dinner date. And even if it was going to be joined by his friends, at least, you know what, we're all out. I get to be a part of this community of his, of his niggas <laughs> and really find my footing. Yay. <laughs> oh, bitch was wrong. I was wrong, okay? We ended up not going to Del Frisco's because, oh, you didn't check the time? They close at 9 and you're picking me up at 1045. 
sir, where are we going? So we end up going to this this bootleg as Hooters. And of course the kitchen is closed because we're arriving at 11 now. <laughs> why would you, and why are you getting an attitude with the waiter when we're walking in the, the, uh, the restaurant at 11? The kitchen is closed. Like at this point, niggas are just, niggas need to just stop. Like I feel like there's a lot of niggas out there who look for an argument and it's like, no, you're in the wrong. We're walking into this establishment Hastoon has there about to mop the floor and we're talking about, oh, can I get the steak? Steak? Nigga, we close the refrigerator. It's locked. And you want a steak? So I'm sitting there looking dope, titties out, face snatched, hair still looking right and put together. I was like freshly retwisted, heels on, body glistening, at a motherfucking mom and pop Hooters. Bring me home. Bring, like, I'm so annoyed. And at this point, I was already like in the company of his niggas and his bitches. Not his bitches, but like. There were some women there who, I don't know, they had a relationship with him. I don't know what the story was, but they seemed kind of stank. And I'm just sitting there like, okay, this is not my crowd. And I essentially could kind of get along with anyone. Like, I know how to have a conversation and, you know, bring light to a room. But, you know, when you just know, okay, this ain't your people. Like, yeah, we ain't fucking with. Like, this is not my crew. This wasn't my crew. <laughs> Why am I here? And I'm just sitting there pissed. And I'm trying to be a good, a good girl, a good guest, a, a, a good, a good first impression. I'm trying to make that because I'm just now meeting his friends and his people for the first time. These are his nigga friends. He has another set of friends who are a little bit more reformed, but these are his nigga friends. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm annoyed as fuck, and maybe my face isn't beaming with light, but I'm going to try my best to just keep it together because I'm pissed, okay? Um, so he, I know he peeps it. I know he's not that dumb. He, I think he's aware, not I think, he is aware of my, my attitude. Like, he could tell that I'm not as talkative, I'm not loquacious at all, I'm not at all demonstrating a charismatic behavior as usual. And, you know, if he was someone who cared, genuinely cared about my well-being, about my welfare, about just his love for me, he would ask, babe, what's going on, what's wrong, you good? Let's, I want to make sure, like, there is no affection from him. And I know this, and I knew this, and there, everything I was like, I, I needed to see, I was seeing more and more, and it's just like, damn, God, I know, I know you're funny, because God will show you, and I'm bringing God into it, because he's 
in it, okay? But God will show you what you need to see, however, however many times you need to see it, and in whatever form or fashion you need to see it in. And this was in the form of fashion of being in my inconvenience. This was in the 11,000th time of him showing me this nigga can't give you what you want. And of course, I've, ex I've described that I don't want a clingy, you know, all up on me nigga like my ex was. But I do want someone who is emotionally available and emotionally vulnerable to be a level of affection for me. Like, <laughs> the, I'm sitting in the chair, I'm like holding myself tight. I'm not as charismatic as I usually am. I'm not showing my teeth as I usually do. I'm not cracking jokes as I usually do. Nigga, something is the matter. Like, why won't you have someone who is supposedly someone who cares about me? Why aren't you inquiring to see how can I make her feel good? All he cared about was himself. All he cared was about being in this state of insobriety and not insult, is it is what but highness, that's what I'm trying to say, that he either could care less or could not recognize, but I really think he saw and recognized and could care less, right? So anyway, all of that left a bad taste in my mouth. Um, we, like, we texted, like, I let him know when I arrived back to Houston. We texted very lightly and then didn't hear, like, I didn't hear from him. I didn't text him, like, a few days after. So it was, like, five days post. He texted me off random. It was like, hey. And I'm just like, why the fuck do you do this? Like, you don't, you go missing and you act like nothing's happened. And I'm obviously, I know what I was doing. I knew I was, like, picking a fight. But I, I had that genuine disturbance. Like, I had that genuine concern about it because it's like, don't you realize you do this and his take like he always does he always flips around to me and he always says well it takes it takes two or it goes both ways type of thing and it's like yeah but no and I say no because I just think as a man as someone who who says cares about me has some like you're you're the leader in this you're the you're the you're the shape shift in this you should be interested in seeing hey what's going on hey how you doing like you shouldn't continue this dumbass game and play with your pride when it comes to communicating with me like that shouldn't be a thing but it has been a thing between us for for too long and so that's why it has been just oh, well, this is what we've been doing. This is what it is. Anyway, I'm to the point where I'm just, I'm over it. Like, I'm not attracted. I'm not, ooh, taken aback. I'm not, and I think back to, like, the episodes where I would talk about, um, what I say? Like, every time we rekindle, we progress, like, a little bit more, like, we progress in a little bit of an inch and then we go all the way back. Like we, you know how people say you take one step forward and you take down, I just took 13 steps back. Nigga, we took a, a foot back. We took a, a, like my leg is back. My arm, like that's how many backs we're taking. Like there's no forwardness. It's always the same thing. 
we're always at the same point in our situationship and there's no, there is no room for growth like literally i don't care how many times we rekindle i don't care how many times um we have a heart to heart or a heart to uh an image or of a makeshift of a heart conversation it he still cannot provide what i need like he he can't like just him in his natural element cannot do that. He cannot. He cannot. Some people may say, well, you know, people could grow, people could change, he could learn how to. I agree with that, but he can't. <laughs> and that's what it is. Like he he is not at all a team player. He's not at all someone who is understanding, who is compassionate, who is accountable. He is quick to gaslight you. He's quick to make you feel like, no, it's you, 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 you. He can never see both sides. And it's to the point where, nigga, I'm over it. Like, stop. He texted me just the other day talking about, oh, you still mad at me? Because I was annoyed with something that he said. Because he's... he'll have these random ass conversations with me. Like, we won't talk for a few days. He'll hit me up with a hey. And I'm like, hey. And then his next question or his third question will be um you've been working out and I I don't believe and I could see how he could think that I'm overreacting but I'm so tired of that question I'm saying tired of that question because he asks me that question almost every time he texts me like almost every time he texts me, he's asking, have I been working out? Oh, you work out? When's the last time you work? Like he would always ask that question. And it's to the point where it's like, nigga, are you monitoring me? Is there a camera? Did you not see I went to the gym the other day? Like, am I supposed to check in with you to make sure that my body is right and tight for you? Like all of these thoughts are coming into my mind about why I just don't like that question. Stop asking me that question. And so I'm saying all these things. He's like, oh, I'm overreacting, I'm overanalyzing. Um, what he say? I'm overreacting, I'm overanalyzing. And, you know, I, that he's, oh, I'm just, into fin- I'm just into fitness myself. And so that's why... And I just came from working out. So that's why I asked. It's like, no, duh. You're into, like, I know you're into fitness. Stop asking me that. Obviously, like, that, he, he's never willing to see how I see it, right? Like, you always ask me these questions. Like, we have these, like, surface-ass conversations most of the time. And it's like, don't you see that it's surface level and that I'm tired of always responding to these surface ask questions these um appearance ask questions like there's no substance like what what's underneath this and i don't even care to find out what's underneath it because every time we do go underneath it all he's always like garbage dumping upon me childhood drama how he was brought up how he didn't like all these things it's like nigga i'm your therapist but (laughs) there's no commitment still like i'm over it like i'm tired of hearing your shit i'm tired of you not being compassionate i'm tired of saying oh there's progression but i'm sounding like a fool because there's really no progression because every slight moment of progression continues to dwindle and just wipe away 
with a, another moment like i'm just like i have no desire i have no desire and it's to the point where he would text me i'm just like rolling my eyes like oh and that's telling like if your body is reacting and your, your stomach kind of clenches up or your eyes roll or your palms get sweaty because oh said person texted you again or contact contacted you in some way let that nigga go like there's no reason for me I, i'm not losing anything and that's what it is like i have to sit with myself and be like what am i holding on to what what is he providing me with that i can't seem to let go that i can't seem to grasp in my own life um with someone new or just within myself like what and i can't think of anything he doesn't fulfill anything in me it's just what the thing is between us is that He's just been someone who has been consistently inconsistent in my life. And it is just kind of like, well, I've grown accustomed to him. The comfort level is there, you know, to a T. And so why not? Let me just, let, let's see how far we could go. Maybe he'll get better next time. It's always a hope for the future thing. Never a pleasure and a acceptance and a contentment in the moment. It's never that but it's always a well i just know in the future he's gonna be this type of guy i just know in the future he's gonna be that like no nigga who are you right now sir how, how are you pleasing me right now I, i'm i'm tired of holding my breath to see how this will go in the future when it's already been three years in of me knowing this nigga and us being on and off and there hasn't been any type of like how just two months ago you started eating my pussy and that's the first time like that was the first time he did that that's not progression like that's <laughs> that's not progression i'm telling you it's not progression that is late as fuck and i'm over here super excited oh y'all he was a, and, oh my it was so good like he was holding out on this blah 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 no, you're late. If you're not eating my pussy the third date, we have no, like, we're not, we don't have to, what are we doing? Sir, I, <laughs> anyway, I said that to say, I hooked up with somebody recently. Nigga ate my pussy the first date. Like, <laughs> hello. This is so fun. At some point, I'm going to get tired of, like, telling all my business. I mean, maybe not. I, I enjoy this. But my point is, why is everything so late? And I'm not saying we have to immediately... Like, I'm not saying when you meet somebody, you have to immediately fall into, like, fall in love, fall into this type of um, intense romance. No. But there should be progression at a steady flow. It shouldn't be three years later and you're just now eating my pussy. Nigga, what? <sighs> anyway, um, we pretty much, well, I pretty much said to him, you know, look, I, <laughs> I'm not gonna keep on repeating myself to you. You know, the way, and I brought up the whole, the whole snacks thing because i really didn't like the way he spoke to me and it's not about the snacks like i'm not mad that he didn't have snacks and i feel like it sounds like i'm a fat girl right now i'm seriously not it doesn't i don't care about the snacks i care about the way you speak to me 
I care about the way you address me. I care about I care about that. And now that I'm more into creating boundaries and speaking up for myself and standing up for my like and knowing my own self-worth, I'm not going to allow you to speak to me no matter how minimal the conversation or the topic is. You're not going to talk to me like that. That's what you're not going to do. And I will bring it up until you understand and until you do better and until you apologize. But when I did that, you know, when I said that to him, I'm like, yeah, you know, you were dismissive and you clearly had an attitude. And he's so quick to be like, oh, no, I didn't have attitudes. You had attitude. It's like, nigga, can you admit to something that you did wrong? Like, you just perfect. Like, okay. But um, he... Oh, it's just always a pull. I feel like it's always a pull for control or some type of contention between us. And I just don't, I don't know why. I don't know why that is. Maybe it's an older nigga thing because when my ex, it was an older nigga thing. Like he was an older man and there was a pull for control. But I also felt like he was trying to control me. So maybe I just don't need to be with dudes who are eight years plus. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's it, Lord. <laughs> But anyway, I say that to him and I'm just like, you know, you were dismissive and that's the pattern between us. You speak to me in a dismissive way and, and you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to repeat myself anymore. I said that. I said, that was my, the last line I said to him in that in that text and his immature ass, no matter how how much older he is from me, like he is still immature as fuck. He's petty. He's the type of nigga who you will have a serious conversation with him via text and he will respond with a slew of LMAOs. Nigga, what are you laughing your ass off about? Like me, perf- like me um, respectfully and maturely articulating myself and breaking down how I feel, you're responding with the LMAO? If that don't irate the shit out of me, and I've I've bitten the bait on that with him, because he's done this several times, of course. Everything is a fucking pattern. I just continue to kind of put it under the rug. And yeah, so he LMAO'd, and I'm just like, well, he didn't just say that, but he included LMAO within the words that he texted me, saying, just kind of turning around on me, saying that you laughing about snacks or whatever, call me a weirdo, like, (laughs) this nigga, I'm just, and it's a name calling, like, he's quick to call me a name, he's quick to throw low blows, and like, say, oh, that's why, um, you always, what he say, that's why you, you, like, you're gonna be single, because you always, that's why you're gonna have a podcast talking about niggas, because you always, you know, you're the problem, but, but like, just turning around on me, and, it's like, no, <laughs> like, I reject all of that. Like, there is no bearing to what he says. Like, this is all a deflection. Like, you know how you can see in between the lines and there's no, like, nigga, you hold no weight. Like, there is, okay, I'm okay. Like, th- there is no weight to what you're saying to me right now because I know I'm fucking right. Like, I know a sensible man will come approach me one day and be right 
And there's nothing that I need to do to dumb down who I am. Like, there's a point in your life when you grow up and you're like, you know what? No, I am fucking right. I know what I'm saying is clear. And I know the boundaries that I'm setting are necessary. And I shouldn't have to loosen up. That's what he said to me. Nigga, I'm the loose... I'm the loose bitch here. I just fucked a dude a few days ago who I just met. Loose? I'm, I'm the definition of loose. Like, but no, I'm not going to say that to him because what? <laughs> because what? <laughs> because what? Okay. So why? Like, my whole thing is he is so quick to turn it around on me and just make it feel like I'm crazy. And previous mama would soak that in and be like oh my gosh I am crazy oh my gosh he is right no one's gonna understand me no one's going to um give me what I need I'm asking for too much I'm being too much I'm too much no 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 I am enough period (laughs) period poo like I'm enough I'm enough and that doesn't mean I'm perfect it doesn't mean I'm I don't overreact sometimes um but I could definitely see that like I am so introspective I'm so reflective I'm all those actives okay that I'm able to recognize when I am being that way whether it's in that moment I could recognize it or later on but I could definitely recognize that within myself and I could still see that I'm right and I'm enough like it's not about being right or wrong I'm not it's not about a pride thing but it's about no this is what is right for me this is what I am no longer accepting from you I don't care what your advice is he's like for future reference like nigga fuck the fuck up small reference y'all hood ass (laughs) I know it's not gonna lead us but please shut the fuck up (laughs) get out of my face with few and he had the nerve to use the word derive I can't believe you will derive to that conclusion. Nigga, shut the fuck. Spell derive. Mama, he texted you that. I don't care. Spell it again. Spell it without the autotune. Autocorrect. <laughs> Fucking derive to the conclusion. Spell both of those words, nigga. Derive and conclusion. <laughs> it's my black ass. Anyway, it feels good to be at a point where when people say negative things, and they paint it like uh, criticism, constructive feedback for you, it feels good to be at a point where you could clearly and confidently reject that. Like, there is no bearing to what you're saying. And nigga, no. (laughs) Okay. And so it ended off with me saying... He was like, oh, you you yearn, you clearly yearn for, comp- oh, I don't want to bring it up right now. I don't, oh, I, I'm, I'm been meaning to delete the text and I'm going to, um, but I'm just like, let me just kind of still ruminate in these feelings. But th- the last few words that we exchanged was, he was saying, oh, you clearly yearn for companionship and I'm not, uh, let me, hold on. I'm going to bring this up real quick because I'm going to wrap this up and b- tie it with the bow. Okay. Anyway. You clearly yearn for companionship, but clearly I'm not the kind of guy for you anyway. Take care, sis. <laughs> I'm done. Like, sir, are you a 16-year-old calling me sis? Like, and then so, because prior to that, I said, like, I called him out on him calling me a name. 
And I'm like, you can't have a conversation without being rude. Shake my head. Just leave me alone. That's all I said. Like, that was the the end of what I said previously. He goes on with five paragraphs, texting me separately in five paragraphs. And then he ends it with, yeah, you clearly yearn for companionship, but clearly I'm not the kind of guy for you anyway. Take care, sis. You don't have to worry about me contacting you ever again. Trust me. Now... Let me get to that in a second. But what I said was, yeah, it's clear that you're not the guy for me, period. And he said, bye, Max. Um, But I'm not feeding into that because he lives off. I think he literally thrives off of people getting irate and getting irritated by him. I think that's how he gets his dick hard. Like, I really think that is something that gets him off. And when you're and when I am short and sweet i get to the point i don't need to feed i don't need to fit in, feed into that dick i don't nigga okay yeah I, you're not the guy for me i've been trying to break up with you for how like i can't tell y'all well i can't tell y'all because i i if you could kind of track it throughout this podcast since i began this podcast how many times i've ended it with this nigga <laughs> like i was i remember moving out here the first month or the second month of me out here and i said you know i just i I was just feeling again like let me just end this with him this is not going anywhere this is not going where i wanted to go he can't give me what i need and i ended it very maturely very calmly like look i think it's best that we just end it you know and i'm super mature about it i think he responded for the first time maturely like yeah okay i wish you the best okay max you know be, be safe or take care you know and i've like i've had that conversation like i've had this with him several times this nigga has never quote unquote broken up with me like he has never let me go okay every time i would break up with him he would always find his way back and it's of course half my fault because that door will be open for him so it, it's this whole, oh, um, you clearly are for companionship, whatever. Yeah, I, okay, like, <laughs> okay, what's your point? Like, am I supposed to feel bad about that? Um, there, like, there is no, it's just the weirdest thing. So, and so him saying, what really just made me laugh or maybe chuckle, actually, was him saying, you don't ever have to worry. You don't have to worry about me contacting you ever again. Trust me. He literally, you guys, said those words to me many times before. Like, <laughs> And you know what? What? He contacted me yet again. This whole trust me, don't worry about it, Max. I would never hit you up again. Best believe, LOL, LMAO. You'll never hear from me again. (laughs) Nigga will be so hard, so hard about being this tough-ass macho guy and will text me yet again. He will slide in my DMs yet again. And it's like... Okay, and it's not like I'm looking forward to it or that I'm yearning for it. Not at all. But it's like, cut the shit. Like, okay, and maybe he's saying that to me. You know, many times I've broken up with him and I've allowed him back in. And he's probably thinking like, oh, cut the shit. No, but for real, I'm done. I'm done. (laughs) But anyway, I didn't feed into it. I just ended it like it was. And I was like, yeah, it's clear that you're not the guy for me. That's it. And that's just it. Like, 
I don't have to go back and forth with somebody. I don't have to send long messages. I'm going to be short and sweet. I'm going to say what I need to say. I'm going to be succinct about it. And that's it. Like, we don't have to do this. And he want to have the last word. Bye, Max. Nigga, bye. Like, we... <laughs> Leave me alone. And I meant that. I meant that. Okay? Anyway, I just think... Uh, it comes a point when you're dealing with the fuckboy that you eventually get tired and you finally, you, you have an aha moment and you'll have several aha moments. And I've had several aha moments, um, but I'm just like over it. Like there's no aha, it's going to be something different. It's just, nigga, please leave me the fuck alone. Like there's really no desire to rekindle, like there was no fulfillment at all anyway i felt good letting that out so thank you for tuning into that um i do want to talk about a previous hookup i had um i'm gonna say hookup i feel like when i be saying fucking and shit be so heavy <laughs> rest in peace john witherspoon um but Okay, so and this hookup literally just happened. Not right now. Like not like before I recorded this part. <laughs> no. But like two days ago. Just happened. That that type of level. Um oh. Anyway, what I am just gonna say, I don't I'm about to wrap this up, but what I am gonna say is that I really think I could do casual sex. I really don't. Cause I realized that, yo, I'm jealous. <laughs> like, <laughs> What, like, I, I don't know, like, there is, it's one thing to do casual sex and I never see you again. It's like, okay, you just never existed, you know, but it's nothing to do casual sex with somebody and you'll see him again in another group setting and he's, like, close friends with some of your friends in that group setting and it's like, oh, I'm definitely gonna see you again and, oh, this is just a casual thing, oh, shit, actually kind of liked you oh this was just a moment thing like oh nigga i'm gonna kill you like what like i just and of course when you're in the moment right prior to the the hookup happening there is just the thrill of it the excitement like he was great he was a great time like our body meshed um kisses were great like it was a really good time prior to that happening though we connected well like laughed we talked it was just a nice vibe like and you know i'm big on vibes um so it was just disappointing to know that oh this isn't going anywhere and i knew that prior to us regrouping with the whole group because he shared like he told me like he doesn't live in Houston he doesn't live in Houston he like he frequently fly out here he has people out here and um a business out here that he started with his friends so like he's he, he could be here just fine but he lives in another state and so there was pretty much like this ain't going nowhere so let's just okay anyway it was just like unfortunate because oh i wonder if you lived here in houston and this could like all these and i'm just thinking to myself why am i always having these casual hookups with niggas who aren't here like 
I the last I remember the last cat not the last one. This is one of the last ones. <laughs> and nigga lived in Chicago. He was here for the weekend. And like I'm always meeting these weekend ass niggas. Like <laughs> Sir, I'm trying to build a family. <laughs> And you tell me you live in Indiana? Sir, where do we go from here? Like, where do we go from here? Anyway, I say that. Then one thing I want to give disclaimer to all you ladies out there. (laughs) And this was definitely a lesson learned for me. A nigga be a bitch be learning lessons every day. Fuck. At, At some point, when can I be the teacher? Like in my personal life, not just in my professional life. <laughs> I'm over here learning things more than I am teaching them. Anyway, but when a nigga says I love you during the first hookup, please don't believe him. <laughs> I do this so y'all don't have to do this. Yo, when I tell you he was saying, I love you down. I love you so much. Don't ever leave me. Oh, I, like just super. Tell me you love me. Tell me like super. And nigga, I love you. Like, okay, I love you too. Like, <laughs> ain't nobody arguing with you then, nigga. Go ahead. I love you too. I love you so much too. What's up? <laughs> That's what I was doing. And of course, like, of course I didn't believe, like, no, I I didn't love him. But it was just like, I liked, and when a nigga says he doesn't usually do this, I don't usually say I love it. I don't usually say, I don't usually act clingy. Like, he was a little clingy on me, but it was a good clingy. Like, I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, but he was saying how he don't usually do this. When a nigga says that, don't believe him. Okay, cause I've been that girl. I've been that girl who'll say, "Oh, I, I don't, I don't usually g- give it up this early." <laughs> That's a lie, <laughs> nigga. What? Hello, what's up? First text. What's up? So, please. <laughs> Don't say I love you if you don't mean it. <laughs> and I can laugh about it now because I'm just like, oh man. Okay, to say nothing, whatever, it's over. But it just, in that moment, it felt good. Then the next day came, we rekindled with the whole group. And it was as if we didn't have this passionate, mind-blowing hookup just a few hours ago. Like, (laughs) he's over here. I mean, he wasn't acting weird, but he wasn't, like... He wasn't drunk anymore. Let's just say that. Like, he wasn't putting it on me. He was conversing with everybody else more so than I felt like they, than, that he was with me. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, okay. But you you said you loved me last night, though. Okay. Okay, got it. Like, <laughs> okay. So you're going to sit right there and be chummy chum with this bitch between us? <laughs> That's no offense to the bitch between us. But you're going to be chummy chum chum? Yet... Just eight hours ago, you were saying, don't leave me. And I love you so much, baby. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, weekend niggas, I really, okay, before I hook up with my next guy, whoever he is, and I hope this guy is a keeper, I 
want him to not be a weekend nigga, okay? And what is a weekend nigga? A weekend nigga is somebody who's literally here for the weekend. He doesn't live in the same proximity as you. Nigga's not in the same state. Nigga's just here for the weekend, okay? I don't want a weekend nigga anymore. I want a weekly nigga, monthly nigga. What's my yearly nigga, okay? Because I'm just, I have to be honest with myself. As much as I do enjoy the thrill and the excitement of casual sex, it does not serve me because I'm a jealous bitch. I will kill her. Why are you chummy chum with her? And I'll kill you too. And then kill me later. I'm kidding. <laughs> I want to kill me. Just y'all too. I'm kidding. Just kidding. But look, I just, ugh. look. I have to screen the guys prior to anything happening um, close to a hookup. I have to ask, look, where do you live? Where do you rest your head? Where do you work? Do you live in the same state as me? What are you looking for? Of course, niggas can lie. But essentially, do you at least live in the same state as me? Okay. Do you at least live? And Texas is a huge-ass state. So not let me not say that. Do you live in Houston, Texas? And Houston's a huge ass city. Do you live within 35 miles from where I reside? Okay. Let, cool. You know, like, let, let's see where this could go. But, look. But last time I did that. Anyway. Anyway. I say this to say. And I know, I know I say that a lot. But, no more weekend niggas. I, I, I just... Uh, I need more, and I gotta act like I want more. And look, I can, I'm not gonna say I I regret it, cause in that moment when I was like feeling those like sudden feelings of jealousy that was creeping in here and there, um, I was thinking to myself like, oh man, I regret it. Why did I do that? I was just feeling down about it. But I, I don't want to live like that. I I made the choice to engage in sexual intercourse with him. I made the choice to be in this moment with him, to say I love you to a perfect stranger, and to be excited by him and all these things. I made that choice, and I enjoyed the moment. So let's not live in regret. You know, people out there who may regret a certain moment with somebody, look, I get it. I regret a lot of things. But I also don't want to dwell in remorse. You know, I, I want to just appreciate for what it was in that moment and not allow myself to feel bad and think about it again and again. I can't change what happened, but I can only go, move forward and go forward from here, you know? So, anyway, let's call this episode Weekend, Nick, weekend Niggas. <laughs> Weekend niggas week. Let's <laughs> see. This is a what's it say? Play on words. Weekend niggas. A weekend niggas. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna end it off here. I want to hear y'all thoughts. Tell me what you think. Um, how to finally just cut the ties with the fuck boy. Um, what is a weekend nigga to you? Oh, look. I'm interested. Leave a comment. All of that fun stuff. And I'm out. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of God Built This Podcast with your host, Maxine. Be sure to follow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. And also leave a comment. God bless.